Let's get real. Who wants to have another surface level conversation? Not us. I'm Samantha. And I'm Christian. Two friends having raw but truth-filled conversations about the messiness of life. So buckle up and don't be shy. Because yep, we're We're going going there. We are back for our final week of Esther. Yeah, kind of sad. This has been really fun. We told you guys at the beginning of this, we were kind of nervous because we have never done anything this like this with you all. And this was different. But again, you guys know our love and passion for the scripture and learning things from it. So we hope that you guys have enjoyed because it's been fun and challenging for us. And honestly, I feel like Christian and I have gained a little bit of confidence as we started to talk about it and realizing like, no, like we're pulling these themes out and we, we feel good about what God's teaching us through it. And so I hope that it has given you some confidence in reading scripture as well. Yeah, we will talk about this even more, but today we're going to dive into kind of our last theme and wrap this all up. So it'll be kind of a more like overarching theme, but all of this together, these are just some of the lessons and themes that we have seen from Esther, but we hope to hear from you guys of what you have also pulled from it Yeah, because it'll be exciting to see. It's exciting in anything. Like, you know, this is what I have learned. What have you learned? And kind of dialoguing about that. So we hope we can have some of those conversations and you guys will let us know what you're also learning from this book if they are different than maybe what we've pulled out. Yes, we would love to hear it. So today's kind of point to wrap everything up is that Esther's story ultimately points to the story of the gospel and our salvation through Jesus. So So we've alluded to this a lot throughout the story. I still think it's also worth mentioning again that God is never even mentioned in this book, which makes this point even cooler to me because I think that's a lot of times how our lives work. It's like, you know, a lot of times people see Jesus through the way that we choose to live our lives without us ever even proclaiming that. And so I think that's so cool that that's part of Esther as well. Yeah, you. if you guys ever do any like deep studies about Esther, you will see there are actual like theologians and people who kind of think that Esther shouldn't be a part of the Bible, that maybe it was just like a weird book that like, should it be in there? Should it not? God's never mentioned. And we just think that all of these themes that we've even gone through, but and ultimately how this story kind of weaves together and catapults us into the rest of the gospel story. It totally like debunks that entire argument. And we're like, no, for sure. Important for sure. We learn a lot from the story and it's really cool to see what comes fruition. So really a few of the big themes that we wanted to pull out of this is that, yeah, it ultimately points to the story of the gospel. And some themes that we saw through this is that it's really, really cool. Even having a young child, one thing I have noticed from even trying to teach him and read Bible stories and things, a consistent theme you see through the gospel and just the entire idea of God's people being in exile, coming to the promised land, Jesus coming, living on earth, dying, raising, you know, all of this is all coming to fruition because God and Jesus loves to free, heal, and protect his people. And rescue. Yes. Free, heal, protect, and rescue his people. Yes. And so it's been really fun to see that we see that in Esther in the way that, you know, Mordecai throws his niece into this kind of competition. (laughs) Yes, this harem. She becomes queen. She is then given this big decision of what to do with this weight. Do I risk my life? Do I not? And then ultimately she decides to risk her life and it works and she saves her people. And these are the same people who then walk into the promised land. And so you look again, we get the, we kind of talked about this last week, but we get the greatness and blessing of seeing that other side of the story, but they didn't see that at the time. And so obviously if that wouldn't have happened, God would have worked it out a different way. But you can see that if she wouldn't have saved these Jewish people, then there would have been no one to walk into the promised land, which would have been totally crazy. That's a good point too. It's like, 
Yes, God's always going to work it out to get his final result. But a lot of times, like if she hadn't been obedient that, she wouldn't have gotten to be a part of that story Mm -hmm. and a part of that. And so it's like that reminds me a lot of times of just going back to obedience in our own lives. Again, kind of that idea we talked about earlier in the series of like taking that next right step. But it's like I can choose to not be obedient and God's still going to get his way. But I just don't get to be a part of that. And I don't get to experience that greatness and blessing that we were kind of talking about. Oh, yeah, that's so good. Mm -hmm. I love that. and they, you see this theme in so many different Old Testament stories. You see it in New Testament stories too, obviously. Old Testament stories, it takes me back to the story of Joseph. I'm and- obsessed with Joseph right now. I have a <laughs> biblical crush on Joseph. Ooh, I'm telling Justin. <laughs> no, we all probably know this story from like the Prince of Egypt movie. I don't know. That was like my era. But Joseph is obviously sold into slavery by his other brothers because he's the most loved by his father. And he then ultimately falls into, after being in jail and being able to interpret these dreams, he he then becomes kind of the right-hand man of Pharaoh. Pharaoh. And so huge position. Ultimately, then the land Egypt goes into a big famine. His brothers are literally dying and like begging for food, have to come to him. They don't know it's his brother, but he knows these are his brothers. And he then is, again, kind of like Esther, faced with this big decision of, do I love these people and do I yeah, kind of enter in and provide and heal and protect and rescue these people who totally betrayed me? Or actually, do I just let them go? And so again, we see he obviously, if you don't know the story, but he does decide to give them food. He reveals himself to them. There's reconciliation in the family. But that even takes us to the same theme as well, that God and the gospel story of Jesus coming to earth is for our freedom, for our healing, for our protecting, and to ultimately rescue his people from a broken and fallen world. Yeah. So we kind of still get to where God wants us ultimately. But as I was saying earlier, like if we don't do it the right way, I guess, or like the obedient way, the first way he's calling us, there's always going to be consequences. There's going to always be even more chaos and mess if we don't just do it right the first time. I don't know. That sounds kind of harsh, but I feel like a lot of times in life, it's like, again, this point of it's going to happen the way he wants it to. So when we're kind of rubbing up against that and avoiding that and putting pressure against that, we're really just causing more harm to ourselves. And we see that with like Esther, if she wouldn't have chosen that, who knows what her fate would have been. Mm -hmm. It's really hard to imagine. Like it could have gone so many different ways, probably in death, but who knows? Yes. It's literally crazy to think about. And so we hope that this story and just kind of looking at all of these pieces of just this one small book of the Bible, again, Esther's not long, just a few chapters, but we hope that you've been encouraged that you can even see all of the themes that are kind of woven through. Again, like I'm a visual person. So when I think of like the bigger story of the gospel, it is so cool for me to see that all of these books all lead up to ultimately Jesus coming as a baby and rescuing and saving his people. And so that brings hope to me. It brings, I mean, I like get chills even thinking about that because again, we hope that this series kind of encourages you that the Bible can come to life when you actually understand it in its full context. And we hope if you are someone who may be feels like, oh, well, the Old Testament for sure is like really archaic and has no relevance and is really weird. And like, how does that apply to my life? We hope that this has kind of shown you Mm -hmm. the opposite. Yeah, it's funny to me. I heard someone say this recently, actually, like, well, I just like, I really like to just look at Jesus's life. I like to look at how he lived and, you know, model my life on that. I like to study that. And I'm thinking like, oh my gosh, there's so much that mirrors and reflects to that part of the story that you need to go back and experience and sit in because you're missing out so many cool stories. I mean, I Mm -hmm. said the thing about Joseph right now, because in a Bible study I'm doing, we were going through that story this week. And even so 
so many parts of that story, so many themes that were pulled out that I had never even realized from knowing like the, you know, outline of the actual narrative that points me to want to know Jesus more. And it has been like really sweet in my faith even this week. And so I hope that this story of Esther has been that for you. And I think it's also really cool with this series. This is evergreen. And so if you have a friend in mind that would love to kind of learn to study the Bible more, I think this would be a great starting point. So you could send them these episodes. They'll always be there and they can start from the beginning with our interview with Stacey Pastor King for the overview. And then they could also sign up for the email devotionals at any point too. And so I think that's really cool. Yeah. And we want to drive home too. These are just a few of the themes that we pulled from Esther, but we would love to hear from you all what you're learning too, because I think that's what's so cool. Even that you say that Samantha, obviously, yeah, we are here to emulate and live like Jesus. I think that is so true of what that person was saying, but at the same time, how he acted and how he responded and how he loved people and cared for people really doesn't have as much weight when you don't actually understand the weight and the messiness of the Old Testament. And so I think that's just even a testament to Jesus's life and his character and how he lived and how ultimately God wrote that story for all of us to live in today. So we hope that you guys have enjoyed and we look forward to chatting more. Hey, I really hope you guys have loved diving into the book of Esther with us. If you're looking for more in this book of the Bible and wanting to see more of how the themes in this story applies to our life today, then you can sign up for a really cool email devotional written by our friend and coworker, Annalyn Frazier. To do so, all you have to do is sign up in the link in our show notes or on our Instagram in the bio or on our Facebook page, and you will get these devotionals sent right to your inbox. It's a quick and easy way to dive deeper into the book of Esther. Hey, thanks for going there with us. If you loved what you heard, don't forget to follow along with us at Going There, the podcast. And it also means so much to us if you subscribe to our podcast and shared it with a friend. Talk to you soon. Talk to you soon.